Welcome to the Unstoppable Coach Podcast. I'm Millette Jones, and every weekday I chat with today's most successful coaches, and we learn their secrets to building a thriving coaching business. Are you ready to be unstoppable? Let's go. Welcome to the Unstoppable Coach Podcast, where inspiration and action come together. Today, we're chatting with Dr. Sharon Uffberg. Sharon is the co-founder of the personal growth and wellness companies Borrowed Wisdom and Elevate Gen Y, and is a highly respected integrative health practitioner. She creates and teaches online personal growth courses and telesummits and privately coaches individuals as the senior consultant for Borrowed Wisdom and Good Advice Works companies created to assist people to turn their dreams into reality. Sharon, thank you so much for joining us today. So nice to be here with you. Before we jump into more about your business, I'd love to know a little bit about who you are and what you like to do when you're not working. Oh my goodness, I love to travel. Uh, Thanks so much for asking that question. So often all we're talking about is our work and I think so many people really don't take enough time to just enjoy themselves. So Mm -hmm. I recently just uh, moved a few blocks from the ocean and so I love to be at the ocean. Um, I love to um, do my yoga and have free time to explore new places Um, It's really a great question to start with, Millette. (laughs) Well, thank you. I just just like to know a little bit about the person that I'm talking to. So like you said, I feel like a a lot of times we just jump right into, you know, tell me all about your business. But, you know, I like to get a little bit of a visual of, of who the person is that I'm having this conversation with. So thank you. Yeah, I think it's important for people to figure out what they want to do with their life if they're going to work hard to try to get some thing, you know, financial freedom, you know, successful career. Well, why do they want that? You know, I wanted it because I wanted a lot of freedom. I wanted a lot of flexibility. I wanted to be able to be impulsive. And and so, you know, you, you know, that kind of clarity about what you do with the other part of your life when you're not working is equally as important to have some clarity around. Mm. Yes, absolutely. You know, we all love to be inspired by people's journey. So the first part of our conversation is going to focus on your journey. How long have you been coaching and what led you to get into it in the first place? So, you know, my trajectory is perhaps somewhat different than others, although I think women, you know, we have a tendency to reimagine ourselves several times over the course of a life. It's something that I think is a wonderful attribute when women are flexible and decide they are one thing one year and another thing the next. I think it's something that makes our lives interesting. Um, For me, you know, I spent my whole childhood very focused on wanting to be a chiropractor like my father. Uh, He was definitely my role model and I always wanted to be um, an integrative health doctor. And so I very quickly, you know, ran to that profession. And by the time I was in my early 20s, I was, you know, a full-time practitioner. Um, I was married. I was raising three children. Um, So I really took on that role as a, as a mother, as a doctor. Um, And so in many ways, you know, when you're a mother and when you're a doctor, you're already a coach, you know, Mm -hmm. people are coming to you and asking, um, their, your advice, and especially um, in an integrated practice where you're very, you know, you have a lot of one-on-one time with your patients, 
there's a lot of coaching that goes on. Um, so long before, you know, I had a very long, almost 30 year practice in healthcare before I transitioned into and, you know, a kind of solo entrepreneur. Uh, then I started this borrowed wisdom company with my daughter who's an Ivy League trained lawyer and I'm a doctor and together we do this personal growth work, um, which is online. And so, you know, this kind of coaching, even though the company has only been a few years old, is something that I feel like I've been doing my whole lifetime. Mm. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense because, you know, we think of coaching as, you know, a job, a profession, you know, this is something I'm going to do, I'm going to be a coach. But like you said, there's a lot of careers, there's a lot of parts of people's journey that really lends itself to you know, the guidance and the advice giving. So I think it was a maybe an easy transition for you to move from what you were doing into coaching. Did you do you feel that way as well? I think it was a natural, really, it was a natural shift. So when, mm -hmm. you know, I decided to do work that was really teaching people how to manifest a life that they wanted, how to begin to really believe in themselves completely how to discover their own potential. It was very natural to, to add one-on-one -on -one coaching and group coaching into that model because it was something that I felt I had a lot of personal experience with. Mm -hmm. Um, and I could certainly share that journey with you if you'd like. Um, and also a lot of, you know, work, you know, in my prior, in my prior life, actually helping people guide them to making better decisions around their health and their wellness. With 30 years, almost 30 years, you said of being in a business, being a chiropractor and having a business, transitioning to being an entrepreneur, having a personal development business. Did you experience a lot of ups and downs with that? And maybe could you tell us about something that you feel was like a really big disappointment or, or just a real low point? So it's interesting, you know, my trajectory, again, you know, probably mirrors a lot of people where I had this quite successful career, uh, you know, for over 20 years. And then I um, had a yearning for a new purpose. I felt that I was ready to kind of step into a different part of who I wanted to become and what my next chapter, I wanted that to look like. And so, you know, I think it's very common for a woman in her early and mid forties to be saying, you know, geez, my children are starting to grow up. You know, maybe that first marriage is on the rocks. And now what about me? And what do I want to do with, with my next chapter in my life? So for me, you know, I really had to discover, you know, how to do that. How did I really create this new system? How did I really believe that that was possible for me? So a lot of my journey was actually looking for mentors, studying, learning the principles of manifestation, and then moving into action, which for me, again, was picking myself up from Northern California and moving to New York City by myself without my you know, a successful practice. I, for some reason, my patients in California weren't willing to come to New York. <laughs> <laughs> so I, you know, I went with, you know, by myself, very little resources, you know, really pounding the pavement and looking for that next place in my career life that would really feel aligned to who I had become. So while that looks like that could be a low, not a lot of money, no place to live, single woman, it, it actually was quite a freeing high moment in my life because here I was really stepping out to discover uh, my next, my new potential. So um, for me to answer your question, what was really, I think, one um, 
of the lowest points that actually turned out to be a very high point was when um, I did start um, a new business with my daughter um, and we started an all, a very active a live events business where we focused on young young women, how to inspire them to get a life they loved. And we did everything live. And at some point we realized that that business wasn't scalable, that in order to really reach as many people as we wanted and to help as many people as we could, we really had to take that business and turn it online. And mm-hmm. for me at that moment, it felt very disappointing that here all of this work we had done to generate um, a quite a successful live events business, which is a very different skill set. Um, now we were going to have to revisit and relearn um, a whole different way of having our business online so that we could reach many, many more people at the same time. And that felt like a disappointment, but it turned into the greatest achievement that we made because by making that, flipping that switch, we really opened up the door to an enormous new opportunities for ourselves. So I think that's a really good lesson for people. What looks like a no or what looks like a door closing is really just another door opening that actually um, takes you into a a place that your journey is supposed to be going anyway. Mm. You know, I think for a lot of people, that sounds like that would be scary, you know, picking up, moving across the country, uh, changing jobs, you know, changing the trajectory of your life, so to speak, completely. You know, it's it's not like you made a small shift. You know, you jumped in feet first into something completely different. And, you know, one of the things about that, you know, like you said, you know, at first that sort of seemed like a big disappointment, um, but it kind of turned into something that you were able to learn and grow from. So can you tell us about a point where you felt like you were getting that momentum, where it didn't feel quite so scary anymore, but it felt like you were actually beginning to to hit a tipping point and make some progress? Oh, there's been so many places along the way, which you can only see from retrospect. You know, when you're in it, you don't necessarily see it. But then when you look back, you can connect the dots and see Mm. how, wow, that that particular decision really set me on the right road. I would say um, in terms of our business that includes coaching, um, this borrowed wisdom business, I think really getting some specific coaching ourselves was a huge part that tipped our business in the right direction. So like I said, you know, I come from a very strong background in integrative healthcare. You know, I ran a small business, you know, it wasn't that I was, you know, it wasn't that I wasn't aware of how to run a business, but, and my daughter was a, you know, Ivy League lawyer, um, but she was young and hadn't been in business very long at all. And neither one of us had a tech business. Neither one, you know, we both, you know, felt, fairly savvy, but we did not have any actual educational experience with an online business. And so what we did, and we feel like it was huge, was we actually hired a coach for ourselves, which I think so many coaches forget to do. Mm. And so we actually hired a coach that helped us with some of the technical things and some of the marketing strategies for an online business. And it wasn't like we hired them forever. I think it was 12 weeks or something, but it made a huge difference in building the momentum and the trajectory for the success of our company. 
Mm. You know, that's really great advice because a lot of times, you know, we, we go into this idea of entrepreneurship as, or, or sometimes as solopreneurs that we really do have to be solo. We have to do it all ourselves. And that's a, a great bit of advice to look at maybe where you don't have, um, a really good skill set and go out and hire somebody that can help you so that you can gain that momentum. And it's not just a really, really slow crawl, but it's something like you said that 12 weeks later, you know, you guys felt like you had a pretty nice foundation that you could build from. I really, you know, have seen over the years that there's really only three main categories or reasons why people don't succeed whether it's a coaching practice, whether it's a, you know, a yoga studio, whether it's a, you know, a, a new tech company, there's really only three reasons that I can see. The first one is that people have so much fear or self-doubt or limiting beliefs that they never start. You know, they never actually pull the trigger and, and open their business or try to get clients or, you know, start their web page or whatever. Um, the second is that they start, but the minute that they hit a bump in the road, they don't have the dogged determination or the, you know, belief in themselves or the resilience to keep going. You know, anybody that's run or started a business knows that, that there's not a straight line trajectory up to the sky. You mm-hmm. know, you jump into a lot of potholes you have to get yourself out of. You turn right when you should have turned left. It's just the ups and downs of starting in business. And so people that don't you know, have some of that dogged determination or don't have some of that real passion and belief in themselves, they give up before they actually have a chance to succeed. And then the Mm -hmm. third reason, and this is kind of where we were going, was people don't spend enough time, you know, creating enough proximity to either a mentor, a coach, or a community that supports their dream. And this is a piece that I think is very important that, you know, when you're on a journey, when you're choosing a business, when you have a passion or a dream, you do want to surround yourself with people that can help you, people that support you, people that believe in you. Um, And that part is just, you know, it's having a mentor, having a coach, being involved in a community that says, yes, you can. And I think, you know, that's part of not only skill building, but also, you know, just in terms of your own emotional support as you go through a process of growing a successful business. Mm, I love that. Surround yourself with a community of people that will support you and believe in you. I think that that does indeed make a big difference. You know, when we talk about success, um, a lot of times we measure that by, you know, setting goals, hitting goals for ourselves. What would you say has been maybe a favorite achievement or just something you would consider to be your biggest win so far? That's a great question. I would say what feels like the greatest success, what feels like a huge achievement for me personally is when somebody finds me who I'm able to really share in their transformation. When, you know, here we are, you know, online, it's like where in the world all of a sudden, you know, you get an email, you get booked for a strategy session, you have someone sign up for a course that you're offering and you're, you know, it's from somewhere in the world and you have that one-on-one conversation and it truly is the right fit. It's the right timing. What you say really helps. Um, it's that moment where I feel like 
well, this is exactly where I'm supposed to be. This is the moment where I know that, you know, I've reached out through the, you know, through the universe and I've connected energetically with another person that's going to make a true difference in their life story. That to me, that's success. You know, I've done Mm -hmm. a lot of amazing things in my life, but that ability to really share in someone else's success and to hold them up and hold their hand and maybe, you know, give them a little support is extremely rewarding for me personally. I love that. Before we move on to the part of the podcast that focuses on real action steps that coaches can take to grow their business, I'd like to talk about the future just a little. What would you say that you're most excited about creating next in your business? This is such an interesting um, place to to ask that question because in terms of my own business, we're always looking for new streams of revenue. I mean, we're always looking for new ways to reach out and reach more people. And so Mm -hmm. in terms of our business model, it's really about having very different and diverse opportunities. And so for me, it's, I'm looking forward to finding new ways of helping people. Um, We have lots of different ones that we use now, whether it's a monthly club or it's a particular course, or it's a focus on building a dream business, or it's a mastermind group, um, or it's free telesummits. And we have a whole different spokes in the wheels of our business. I'm really looking forward to finding even more and new ones, ones that I haven't thought of yet. I mean, the part of having a business like this is that I too am on a journey of my own personal growth and gaining new wisdom myself. So I really look forward to a future where I don't know quite yet what my new opportunity will be, but being able to stay open and set the intention that there's new ways of helping people that I can still figure out and find and try. Mm. Where do you go for inspiration like that? You know, it's a combination, you know, it's a combination of going inside, meaning, you know, meditation, listening to your own inner wisdom. It's a combination of going outside in the world. I travel extensively to get in touch with new ways of being, seeing what other cultures are doing. How do people interact? I recently just took a trip to Bali that for me was really life-changing about community and how isolated we in the Western world are and how beautifully the people in Bali still have a belief in community and helping one another and that the achievement of the whole is greater than achievement of any one person. And so that was very life-changing for me because I came back and decided to change some different ways of being in my own life to help build more community and that feeling of as a whole, it's more important than just an individual achievement. So I would say it's that combination of going inside and looking for your creativity and your inspiration and also having a very expansive view and traveling and meeting people and learning from others that helps create those ideas that generates that kind of vision for what's next. I'd like to talk a little bit now about what's working right now in business. You know, one thing I like to stress is that there's a lot of different ways online and offline to make a living as a coach. And a few minutes ago, you mentioned that in your business that you guys really focus on a lot of different, you like to focus on a lot of different things. You like to keep yourself open to the idea of 
doing new things in the future. So how are you generating revenue today in your business? So it's exactly that. It's really having a multiple prong approach to mm-hmm. how the business creates income. So it's not just having, as they say, like all your eggs in one basket. It's not just saying, I'm just providing one-on-one coaching um, and that's the way I make my living. That's not the way um, we feel is the best way for um, a business to operate. So we have an online business that combines um, coaching with programs that run automatically with group coaching with um, all kinds of other approaches to helping the people that are looking for ways to really uplift their own life who really want to create some kind of upward spiral for their life so do they want to do it completely on their own and get a few emails from us a month do they want to have a one-on-one coaching experience do they want to listen to um, all of the experts that we bring in to listen to telesummits and perhaps try some of their products do they want you know so do you see what i mean there's this multi-prong approach to where people how people find us um, and what they choose in our whole array of offering. You know, you said a couple of things. Um, one thing you said was, you know, you, you didn't want to put all your eggs in one basket, but then you started talking about, you know, people and what different people like to experience. So do you find that you enjoy offering these different types of experiences to, to diversify your business it, or, and then, people just get to choose because you want a diverse business or is it on the flip side where you're you put out a lot of offerings so that you can attract a lot of different people or do you find that it's it's sort of a combination of the two well i think it's always a combination i mean i think when you're doing a business that is actually created to help people it's actually created to attract people who perhaps need something or looking for something or feel like they're missing something. And part of the work that's fulfilling for you is to to be able to bring that to those people looking. Um, it has to be a combination. So it's a combination of, do I want to throw the net as wide as possible and try to um, attract people from a very diverse demographic, different ages, men and women, different cultural backgrounds. Um, yes, that's interesting. It's interesting to me in terms of who I work with. It's interesting um, in terms of how you then market your business. And also then it's, you know, the different ways, the different offerings that you have. You know, some people are very private. They would never want to talk to you on the phone. Some people are very open and really only want to have, don't want to open up a worksheet or do anything on their own. They only want you to hold their hand and walk them through a process. So we want to be available uh, and use creative ways to touch people in the way that's most effective for them. Yeah, that's, that's interesting. I just, I, I find that, that I'm intrigued by people's ideas like that because some people just offer one-on-one coaching and, you know, that's what they enjoy. That's, that's all they want to do. And then other people really like a broad spectrum because they're creative and they want to create a lot of different things. And then some people just, you know, want to attract a lot of different people to them. So, you know, I don't know. I just, I get into that question because I just find it really interesting to kind of get into the mind of the different coaches and, and just get different perspectives on that. Yeah. I see that. You know, I think that 
part of the answer to how someone has a coaching business is having that clarity. I mean, I think you really said it, that by gaining clarity about what you want helps mm-hmm. you to make the decision about the kind of practice that you have. So, you know, for me, I want maximum freedom. I want maximum time flexibility. You know, I spent years having a practice where patients relied on me and I had to show up on the days that mm-hmm. I scheduled appointments. I was there being their doctor. You know, in mm-hmm. the second chapter of my life, I want to be anywhere. I want to be, I want to be able to run this business you know, from the beach, from, you know, the far, far off place or from the comfort of my living room. So, you know, for me, the way I set up this business had a lot to do with what I wanted and having the clarity to then create a business that matched what I truly want. You know, one thing that a lot of people have in common, you know, whether they're a new coach, whether they're experienced, everybody wants to grow their business. But there's a lot of question about, you know, well, how exactly, how do I do that? How do I get myself out there? What would you say is your favorite strategy for bringing in new clients? So we're doing it. <laughs> we're doing it. This is <laughs> my favorite way. Um, I think... Uh, Getting to share my authentic story, getting to let people know about who I am and where I've come from and my ups and downs and, you know, has been the best way for my daughter Alexis and I to really get new clients. So having opportunities to talk to people, to be interviewed, to people to hear us and hear who we are and why we do what we do is really for us the best way to market. Uh, you know, I, I find that when people relate to an authentic story, there's a real connection that's made. I'm not doing this out of some theory that I learned in a classroom. I actually lived this. I lived manifestation. I live what I teach every day. And so that makes a huge difference, I think, in the ability for people to relate to you and to understand you. And, you know, what's marketing? Marketing is how do you attract someone to say, of all the people out there in the world that they could, that they could pay to, why you? Mm-hmm. What? So, you know, I believe that people choose people. They don't choose theory. They don't choose a product. They choose a person. And so, as often as I can help people to see me, to hear me, to hear my story and to know who I am, the, you know, the better it is for me. Mm, I love that. People don't choose a theory. They don't choose a product. They choose a person. That's something for everyone to remember. You know, you guys have built up a really successful business so far. You've you've pivoted, you've shifted your focus, you've tried a lot of things, you have a lot of different uh, streams of revenue, you're marketing yourself in a lot of different ways. But I'd like to know if you had to start over or if you had to tell someone who's brand new what would be the first thing that someone should do or what would be the first thing you wish you had done when starting a coaching business? So I will tell you what I tell everybody, and that is start with yourself. You know, walk your walk, practice what you preach, 
gain clarity about what exactly it is that you want. Do that in ways that set up a whole life for you, meaning have a daily practice. Do your gratitude rituals. Meditate. Create ways that actually set your intention for you to visualize the future you want and open up the universe to you. So for me, you know, it doesn't start externally. It always starts by opening up that channel between your head and your heart. So you really hear your own inner wisdom, which is always your best guide. Your inner voice knows better than any financial advisor which direction you should go in. So learning ways to really unlock this inner wisdom, to be able to kind of get rid of all the static and hear your own inner voice. What does your voice tell you? Where does it tell you to start tapping into that and really raising your own vibrational frequency of your desires is the number one way people are successful and build the the business of their dreams. It's that's where it starts. Sharon, this has been so good. I've thoroughly enjoyed talking to you. I've learned so much. I have a list of quotes over here that <laughs> that I'm going to go back and and read through again. I'd like to finish up with our final five rapid fire questions. Okay, great. Shoot. All right. What is one habit or skill that's helped you become unstoppable? So I kind of just answered that because I believe meditation and ritual mm. really gives you the focus that you need, really helps you set your intention. It really launches your journey. When you have that foundation, that inner guide, when you have that clarity, that's the skill you need. That everything else Everything else follows after it, but you really have to have that strong, solid foundation first to, to take the leap that we need, we all need when we're as entrepreneurs, when we're starting new things. What's one quality you feel every successful coach needs to develop? Resilience. Every, you know, every business has, you know, their ups and down days Every, you know, time you're coaching, you don't always hit exactly the right note. Very often you find a door closed that you expected to, you know, greet you with open arms. So having the resilience to shake yourself off, to remember who you are and remember what your dream is and not be deterred by some of the, you know, some of the negative stuff that happens to everyone is the way that you really keep yourself directed and the way you really make sure that, you know, your coaching, your dream practice really succeeds. Recommend one book that's had a big impact either on your business or on your life. So a book that was very uh, important to me, it's an old book now, but I think you can probably still get it, um, is called The Diamond Cutter by Michael Roach. And it's a book that really helped me learn how to meditate for the first time. It's a, it's a very, um, it's a book by a American who ended up going off and becoming a Tibetan monk for many years and then came back to New York City and his story. And it was like a light bulb went off when I read his ideas about meditation. 
Give us one online resource that you think coaches would love and that you couldn't do business without. Uh, Schedule Once. Schedule Once has Mm. been a lifesaver for me. It is um, an online booking service where Mm -hmm. people, you know, my clients can actually book their appointments at a time that I'm free and they're free. It has saved me an enormous amount of time. I can create multiple uh, booking platforms for that, for different things. It's really been a life changer for me. It's called Schedule Once. Finally, how can the listeners best connect with you? What social platforms do you hang out on the most? What's your website? So thank you for that. Um, The the website is borrowedwisdom.com. You can find all about all those different spokes of, um, of coaching and courses that we offer. Um, you can always reach me directly at Sharon at borrowedwisdom.com. Um, I have my own personal website, drsharonuffberg.com, where people can read. I write for the Huffington Post, and I have a small radio segment on an NPR women's radio show. People can certainly listen to, you know, all of the things that I write about and think about and care about. Um, I also would be happy to offer um, a a free webinar offering for people. They can go right onto the borrowedwisdom.com site and see, just click on there about how to manifest your dream business. Um, And if anyone wants to speak to me directly who's heard this podcast, I'd be happy if they just email me at Sharon at BarWisdom.com. I'd be happy to send them uh, a link to be able to talk to me directly. That's awesome. So I'll be sure to get all of the links if anyone wants to take advantage of that webinar on how to manifest. Um, I'll put the link to that. Get all of um, Sharon's information so you can connect with her and jump onto the websites and learn more about what she's doing, what um, she and Alexis are doing over at Borrowed Wisdom. Thank you so much for joining me today. This has been a great conversation. I really appreciate it. I thank you so much for having me. It was my pleasure. Thanks for joining us on the Unstoppable Coach Podcast. Be sure to head over to the website at unstoppablecoach.co where you can grab the show notes and check out all the resources and the links to the guest website and social sites. And be sure you join us every weekday when I interview another successful coach and we learn their secrets to building an unstoppable coaching business.